Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Before we begin this episode, we're imploring you to come and see us do a live Top Flight Time Machine podcast. Yeah, we're imploring you. It's going to be great. You're going to love seeing us in the flesh because and there's a lot we of flesh. are attractive men. We are. It can't be denied. And it's going to be part of the London Podcast Festival. It's going to be on Friday, September the 7th at 7pm at King's Place, which is in the King's Cross area of mm. London. We will be on stage for, I would say, at least 60 minutes <laughs> for you to get your fill. And we're going to be looking at a piece of classic footballing literature, which we're yeah. not quite prepared to reveal yet. No, but it's going to be great. And hearing us dissect it, almost like two Oxford literature dons... Very much so, ...going yes. through... Chaucer's Canterbury Tales. Yes. It'll be like that, but of, swearing. of football and we're swearing and we'll be probably talking about the manner in which various different nations go about wiping their anuses. Yeah, so you go to kingsplace.co.uk and find tickets there. See you there, everyone. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, and I'm Andy Dawson, and you are... Sam Delaney. Now, what's this all about? Because we're not looking back into the past, are we? The time machine today is going forward. They can go both ways. Of course you can, it's time Back machine. to the Future. It's fucking time machine, yeah. no one, no one, there's no rules. Want. Think of this as Back to the Future 2, where they go into that... Biff dystopia. Biff, where, Biff Tannen. Yeah, called, where Biff Tannen has become a very powerful mogul yeah. in the Donald Trump style. Yeah. So that's forward. And that's what we're doing here because we're going to look forward to the new football season. Because what we're going to do, we're going to carry on doing the, um, the, the look backs at the Premier League seasons that we've done in the past. But we're also going to be doing... Um, a regular weekly episode where we look back at the topical. previous weekend's yeah. action. Yeah, topical. That's the word I was looking for. And uh, it's still a time machine. It's still a fucking time machine. It's just not going back 20 years. No, it's going back like 24 hours, 48 yeah. hours at most. That's still time. You still use there's that. Been, there's been complaints, but it's still a time machine. If I had a time machine, I'd probably use it to go back quite short distances in time as much as I would long distances. Like I mean, last weekend's I'm lottery. Not, I'm not going back all the way to the fucking Elizabethan era because I wouldn't fit in. I'd be terrified. People would be terrified of me. I, w- I don't fancy it. Would I go back to last weekend and remedy some of the things that I did? Yeah, I yeah. would. Were there many? Yeah, little mistakes. No yeah. no major ones last weekend, but, you know, just little things I wish I'd said and done or hadn't yeah. said and done. Mm. And so it'd be lots of, you know, I'd pro- you know, would I go back to the beginning of this podcast and change it? Maybe. Certainly more I would more suggest likely- that you hadn't and you wouldn't because this has been put out there now. Yeah. So that, but to me, suggests you haven't gone back. People don't know whether I've subsequently... With, 
Anyway, the point is... Because you would have re-recorded it and started again. I wouldn't be going back to dinosaur times. I'd be going back furthest. Furthest I'd go is 1984. I'd go back to dinosaur times um, and just sit on a hill for a bit. And and just watch. Yeah. What would you be most... Get involved. We'll try and wash one. You know what I'd be most astonished by? Seeing a pterodactyl. Right. Just flying above me. Yeah. Like, more than even seeing a T-Rex, I'd be like... F- I would shit myself if I saw a Can you imagine if it shit on you? Oh, my God. And you had to get back in the time machine and come back afterwards. Uh, How would you explain that away when you got out of the time machine? Are you are you covered in... Are you covered in pterodactyl shit? That's Again. what my wife would say. <laughs> yeah. She'd go... What is that you're covered in? And I'll go, pterodactyl shit, because I've been in the time machine again, back to dinosaur time. She's going, not that old fucking story. Yeah, you've been with her again, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Down the market. <laughs> anyway, um, I've forgotten what this is all about now. Well, what we're doing this week, well, we speak to you as the um, transfer window is about to slam shut. Yeah, we're doing that live. But we're recording this on transfer deadline putting day. Putting it out later on. And it's 20 minutes. In the time we're speaking to you now, it's 20 minutes till it slams shut. Um, so we're going to be talking a bit about that and also going through our predictions for the season ahead. Yeah. What we should say about the transfer window doings at the minute is that there is nothing happening. No. Mysterious. Nobody seems to have signed anybody. Um Courtois has signed for Real Madrid. Was that yesterday, though? I can't remember. I think it might have been confirmed today. Right, Okay. so there's that. Um, I've got a list here of all the big deals that have happened. This is a good name. Leander Dendonka. Oh, yeah. Who's he he signed for? He or she has signed (laughs) for Wolves. Yeah, I know a lot about him because he was heavily, heavily linked with West Ham in the January transfer window, and we came very close to buying him. Okay. And uh, didn't happen. He's a he's a good player, and I think Wolves have bought a lot of decent players. I think they're going to be a decent team. Uh, they're my well. I was going to say prediction for a, a shock mm. um, to do well, possibly even qualify for Europe. But we'll get to that later. To be on. honest, I think them and um, Fulham yeah. are both going to be decent Premier League teams. Fulham have invested a lot, and they were already a really good team. So I think there you go. I haven't got um, either of them in my uh, possible bottom three to go down. No, so. no way. But let's not give too much away. The big news, really, transfer window wise, is it's not confirmed yet, but it looks as though Sunderland have made a move on Wigan mm. and have snapped up uh, Max Power. No, fuck off. Max Power. No. Is coming to Sunderland. Oh my God. Hey, nice name. Thanks, I got it off the side of a hairdryer. <laughs> That's my favourite all-time Simpsons episode. Well, there you are, and now he's signed for Sunderland. Mm. And uh, I don't think it's going to get any better than that for any team. Max Power, he, it's the name, the name you'd love to touch. <laughs> so, yeah, Max Power. It's not confirmed yet, but we will break that story on this podcast as it happens, and then put it out a few hours later once it's already been broken elsewhere so this live thing we're doing yeah, it doesn't, it's not really it doesn't working, make it? any sense the time unless you the listener has have your own time machine like ours ah, yeah. this will be all useless to you but it might be interesting to hear the reactions of two noted footballing thinkers mm. like Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney 
um, as we in real time respond to breaking transfer news. It's a bit like, you know, during the World Cup, they like to, at half time, rather than show um, reruns of the goals themselves, they yeah. like to show reruns of the BBC pundits celebrating the goals. <laughs> they do, yeah. Yeah. All so the ITV pundits, like the ITV pundits would get up and all celebrate, and Lee Dixon, Lee Dixon and, and Ian Wright would cuddle. And then whoever else was there be into it. And then you, poor old Mark Pugach wouldn't know what to do with himself. Because he got to be professional. And, and he just wasn't... Re- it, it, they weren't there yet in their yeah. relationship. Yeah. Because he's pretty weird. And Lee Dixon and Ian Wright have been kind of mates for a long time. Yeah. He sort of stood there awkwardly while the rest of them all had a pile but, on. But then you've got Roy Keane glowering at everyone. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't invite him into it, <laughs> would you? Jesus Christ. Roy Keane in a pile on. Jesus, no. No chance. So um, I'll just double check again as we're doing this live update. No, there's nothing happened in the last two minutes since I looked last. So um, Manchester United haven't really signed anybody. Spurs have stubbornly refused to sign anybody at all. Um, he... Hang on. Chelsea defender Da Silva has mm. left. Well, Jade Da Silva has gone to Bristol City. I imagine he's one of the 45 players that Chelsea have got that they keep in a refrigerated room and then put out on loan in the summer so he's gone um, nothing happening at Spurs as I say nothing happening really I don't think Newcastle have confirmed anything they were linked to somebody weren't they no, I think it's all that pretty grim it's interesting that Manchester United have I thought they were just bullshitting and that they'd, they would end up buying Harry Maguire for 70 million and it looks like that's not going to happen and I think Mourinho is obviously has been gearing up all summer long mm. to complain yeah. about the fact that he is not being given adequate resources yeah. to win the league. As if we've all forgotten that he spent £100 million on Paul Pogba a couple of summers ago. Last summer he bought Lukaku. Um, in the January set, uh, window he bought, what's his name from Arsenal? Sanchez. Sanchez, yeah, decent player. Um, yeah. So he has spent so much money. Yep. He's got defenders who he has bought He's, under his reign, yep. right? Who he now deems to be inadequate, and is moaning at the board as if the people that he recommended and coached um, have been foisted upon him. And the, the full-backs they've got are midfielders that were there under Ferguson. They've yeah. still got Phil Jones and uh, Chris Smalling who were there under Ferguson. Yeah. Um, so, do we have any sympathy for him? N- none whatsoever, but I am now completely convinced that he is longing for the sack. In fact, I think that was his modus operandi at Chelsea before that yep. and at Real Madrid. I think he's had enough. He wants out. Apparently, it's going to cost him about £12 million to get rid of him. And part I partly respect him for it. He's kind of like, I want out. Yeah. I'm going to do but everything. I'm not man like, enough to quit. Not man enough. To, well, <laughs> would you be man enough to quit for and turn million. you back on £12 million quid? No, of course not. I mean, they'd have to be really out of order to you for you to just walk out. This brings us back to constructive dismissal that we talked about. We've the other done day, a lot it? of HR talk. Now, a lot of people have been in touch. <laughs> um, we've had a lot of letters mm. through the post from our listeners saying, Dear Sam and Andy, love the Top Flight Time Machine. Why don't you turn your attention to other issues on another podcast like human resources yeah. policy? And. Let's just say we can't give too much away yet, but we might be there might be an HR dedicated podcast in the pipeline. I'm not gonna see anything. No. But I'm very excited about it. Sponsors very, very interested. excited indeed. Mercedes are gonna sponsor. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course they are. This is it! Shall we start looking at predictions for this season and, and that? Because yeah, the tr- is nothing, there anything if, else to say about the transfer if, deadline? If something happens period? on your screen, just like do like on Sky News, go breaking news or done deal. Just shout right. something like that and interrupt the rest of the, the our predictions. Well, the BBC are saying here, yes, we are expecting some ins at Everton and at Fulham, but there are only 15 minutes left of the window. The trouble is, this can go on till 7pm because they don't have to announce anything till 7pm. As long as they've got the deal sheet into the FA by 5, and then they can do the rest of the paperwork in the next couple of hours. So Right, so they just have to sort of have a, a notification, yeah. basically. There's nothing to say that 5 o'clock is when everything shuts and there's no more announcements, so, you know... Fuck knows what's going on. Whoa! Breaking news! Oh! A done deal! What is it? Everton have signed Bernard. Bernard, of course. Burn Tricky Brazilian winger Bernard. Good. Well done, them. Yeah, West Ham are linked with him. They're, uh, uh, yeah, of course they were. Whopping wages. There's no... Um, he's a Bosman, isn't he? Bernard Bosman. Yeah. Well done, Bernard Bosman. Well, we recently, on uh, one of our talk sports shows... Um, examine quite closely the increasingly daft names of Brazilian footballers. We did. Because it was the fact that they'd become, it's like they'd run out of exotic names. It used to always be Rivalinho, Garincha, Rivaldo, Pelé, and now it's Bernard, Alisson, Miranda. I mean, for fuck's sake. I'm just seeing if I can find the list. Well, you found some real crackers. 30 seconds if I can. Well... I can remember some of your ones that were for real. You tested me and I got a lot wrong. Um, but you found a Brazilian player called John Lennon. Yep. And another one called Genesis. Genesis. There's a one called Creedence Clearwater Revival. No, there is not. Yeah, there is. Really? He was called, well, I don't think it's called Revival, it's but it's called Creedence Clearwater. And um, Pikachu from the Pokemons. He's one. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi. That was another <laughs> one. I found the list. <laughs> Uh, I'd love it if West Ham signed Mahatma Gandhi. And of course, Alison, who you mentioned there, yeah. it's it's continually going to bug me that his middle name is fucking Ramesses. I know. Why didn't he? And call yet him? he's chosen to call himself Alison. I know. And he's, he's got a brother who's also a goalkeeper called Muriel. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it's stupid. Brazil used to be the home of cool names, and now it's stupid. And they've signed a player called Bernard. Can you think of an English player with the Christian name Bernard ever? I can't. Bernard. But you know what? I don't think When I you can. think of Bernard, you think there's three classic Bernards. Yeah. There's Bernard Sumner from New Order. Sumner, Torpin. Bernie Torpin. And Matthews. Bernard Matthews, yeah. They're the holy trinity of Bernards. <laughs> they are. And there's something for everyone there, really, if you think about it. Meat. All needs are covered. Meat, dance music. Yeah. And uh, more melodic. And... Uh, Beautiful lyrics. Beautiful lyricism. Mm. <laughs> Pikachu, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, Mosquito, uh, Marlon Brandau, yeah. uh, Creedence Clearwater Kuto was his proper name, and of course Ben Hur. So there we are. All real life Brazilian players. Uh, le- the most boring of all of them is Bernard. He signed for Everton. Will he go into the pantheon of great Bernards along with Matthews, Torpin, and Sumner? Only time will tell. There's a picture of him Everton have just tweeted and he's got his arms outstretched and he's pointing both fingers they up at the sky. They all do that. What do they mean? They always t- like sort of pointing towards God. Where's the scarf? Why aren't they wearing a scarf? Nowadays, it used to be... I mean, what I used to like was 
back in our days when we were lads what the photo now they do these ridiculous big announcement videos don't they yeah. you've seen them oh it's embarrassing it is but 12 year olds are into it they're so into it what I used to like was you'd sign a player if it was a foreign player it would be simple you'd go out onto the pitch or at the training ground uh, the papers would send a few snappers down and they would one of them someone a snapper from the sun or the mirror would bring some props to do with your home country so if it was an Italian they would have you stood on the pitch. I remember seeing Benito Carbone. He'd been signed by Sheffield Wednesday. Yep. He stood on the pitch and they simply handed him a plate of spaghetti <laughs> and, and said, just eat that. And so I just remember seeing him and he was just forking spaghetti into his mouth whilst wearing a Sheffield Wednesday shirt yeah. and, and smiling like it was funny to be eating spaghetti. There's a great picture of Brian Robson when he took over at Middlesbrough as player manager where he's got... Um, football shorts and football socks on his bottom half but on his top half he's got a suit jacket on and I think he might have a shirt and tie as well Lovely. and I think it was set up to show that he's also a player as well as a manager ah, he's doing both things yeah. at once I would have done it half down the middle like you ah, know, yeah. down the face one line down vertically definitely that yep. would have been fun I'm looking at it now he's keeping the ball up he's also got a scarf in one of the pictures but yeah shirt and tie and a jacket and then the white shorts and the red socks of Middlesbrough in the bottom half. In the old days, Bernard would have been like, he's Brazilian, so they probably would have had him in a bikini, I imagine. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know, maybe like curled up and starving, like in a favela. Oh, yeah. Or like with a a machine gun. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Or listen to some bossa nova. Maybe all of those things. Any of those things. Um, hey, I'm from the sun. Are you prepared to dress up as the girl from Ipanema? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what she looks like. Nor do we, but put on this wig and this garland. Now, isn't, isn't that more associated with Hawaii? Same thing. Stick it on, <laughs> you grumpy bastard. South America, isn't it? <laughs> I'm enjoying how this um, this scattergun format that we've stumbled upon for this well we were hijacked we were getting deep into it and then you had breaking news so uh, we're doing a good job this is it hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This is it. I haven't got any more breaking news as yet. So we were slagging off United. United cannot win the league. Because they, they they've certainly got the personnel. I think if they had the right coach, they would. They've they've got a squad to match anyone's, but the, they simply can't win it. 
because Mourinho has put them or made all the players feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He's created a miserable, pessimistic a- attitude it's and atmosphere. Chelsea all over again, and you know, and he's making players worse than they actually are, which Pogba proved with his performances in the World Cup. So I think we can rule them out. They're I, not in my top four. Put I it think, that way. Should we should we start? You're going to reveal that at the end, or should we start with revealing now. our top four? Do it now. I all mean. Right. That, First place for me is Manchester City. Yeah. They won the league by 19 points yeah. last year. They brought in Riyad Mahrez. Those players are only going to get better. Um, I can't see anybody getting anywhere near them. There you go. Do you agree with any of that? Do you? I, I am going to say, just for the sake of a bit of colour and debate, I'm going to say Liverpool are going to win the league. Whoa. Because no team has successfully defended the Premier League in a long time. Um, the managers who did who did it back in the day were, um, I think, Ars- did Wenger ever defend it? I'm not sure even he did. I think Ferguson's the only one. I think if, Mourinho, I think Chelsea won it twice in a row. If only there Ma- was a series of podcasts where we could cast our minds yeah. back. But I think it's very difficult to do, even for a fantastic side like City. I think, you know, because you need a little bit of grit um, rather than you know just winning it in a in a carnival style. What what I, what I do think is they're going to try and really go for the Champions League this season, yeah. which could be a distraction. Exactly. But then again, the squad's so strong that it doesn't look like it would. I be think a the form that Liverpool hit in the second half of last season, if they can sustain, if they can continue the way they left off, but with the addition of several very good new players, yeah. True. I think that they that combined with the fact that City might be distracted, City might find it difficult to defend the the title. City might, you know, people might wise up a little bit and find new ways of resisting City. Far fetched that sounds. True. I'm going to say Liverpool first, City second. Well, it's going to be a lot but closer. Close. That's for sure. Yeah. It's going to be a lot closer than last season. So there we go. I've got Liverpool for second place, um, but again, similar reasons that they're going to carry on from what they did in the second half of last season. Um, you know the strength of the defence. Um, you know they've got a new goalkeeper in. Yeah, it's only gonna it's only gonna get better for them. Third place. What have you got for third place, Sam? Well, a surprise, Chelsea. Okay. People are writing Chelsea off, but I have to say that Chelsea um, are a team that it's easy to forget are stuffed full of amazing world class players, and they've just signed a keeper. We're led to believe very good. Called keeper. Yeah, a keeper called Keeper, which is great. And um, they've got, you know, any team that's got Kante in midfield and Hazard in your attack got a great chance. Breaking news! Breaking news! Stop everything! Everton again! And it's a confirmation that's actually come from Barcelona. And they're confirming that Everton have signed the Colombian centre-half, Yuri Mina, for €30 million. Euros, which, oh. as we sadly know, is £30 million pounds these days. Yes. Uh, well, uh, that's two very good announcements. Yeah. Yuri Mina, of course, scored against England in mm-hmm. the World Cup. And he's a um, yeah decent he's, and very big defender. He's very big. He's not particularly rated by the Barcelona fans, from what I, from what I gather, but... Fucking hell, do for Everton. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Everton are happy with players who are are too shit for Barcelona. Barcelona reject course, definitely. So that's Mina that's just come in. Uh, You're talking about Chelsea. Yeah, I just think that this manager um, who's come in from Naples is a, you know, he he was great there. They're a very entertaining team. They came close to winning the league a couple of times. 
and now he's got much better players at his disposal. He signed Jorginho from Naples, who is a very good player who he, he kind of need, you know always uses as the sort of main man in his side, so that's an advantage. And uh, they haven't lost as many players as we thought they might. I thought Hazard would be on his way. I thought William would be on his way. Kante, possibly. But the only one they've lost is the keeper, and they've replaced him. They still, you know, could do with a striker. But I think third, they'll do it. Yeah, he's come from Naples. Do we know? I mean, you've got Italian family, so you'd know this. What's the situation with um, toilets? Do they flush? Do they flush the well, paper down? Do they? Do they? The, the thing about Naples so in, is it's very different to the rest of Italy. Yeah, and generally speaking, the further you go down through the boot of Italy, the worse the shitting situation becomes. So right. if you start up near the Alps, no problem. No problems at all. Yeah. You'd go as far as to say their toilets are almost of a British standard. Yeah. I mean, obviously not quite, but... It's never going to be, is it? Yeah, but... Um, uh, and, and, of course, British isn't even the best standard. The best toilets are in America. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, when so, when you're in America, some of the toilets you go to are so good, you want to hang How about around. Japan? I've never been in Japan, but I imagine oh, J- I Japanese toilets are next level. It's probably something, a, 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 a tube just probably pops up your bum hole and sucks it all out gently, but <laughs> like quickly nozzle. and efficiently, Yeah, and it is spotlessly clean. Yeah. Uber shit. No, it's called, they have these cafes called Lucky Shit. <laughs> 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 and you just sit down in, in plain view of everyone. Yeah, and there's and it, a it sucks, top, sucks there's pop music played blared out yeah. on big screens in front of you to help you relax while the thing's going up your bum. And it's these sort of teenage girls dancing around yeah. singing. And, yeah, the the tube goes up and comes the shit. you don't notice it and it sucks it all out. And you only have to do that once a day. Yeah. And you don't wait till you need a shit. Everyone just does it on their way to work. And... To, clean your system out and then you just do what they what they do over there which is you just go to a vending machine on your way out pick yourself up a pair of teenage girls knickers and put them on and then put them on and off you go yeah so that's the japanese but like i say the italians the further you go down the worse it becomes um up in the north not too bad uh get around the middle like tuscany rome it's not ideal you'll often find yourself sort of in you know more like a farm-style toilet with bits of... Um, Straw? Uh, yeah, to wipe with. But when you're down mm. in Naples, it's fucking bedlam down there. I mean, mm. it is a madhouse. It is not like anywhere else in Italy. And uh, I don't know, the best chance you've got of cleaning your bum would be to have someone come and fire a gun up it. <laughs> it's one of the local Gomorrah. True, true. I'm just wondering about Maurizio Sarri and what, what effect the toilet and situation is going to have on him as a coach once he gets to Chelsea. If he turns up at Chelsea's Cobham training ground on the first day, firing a gun at his own players' bumholes when they're trying to take a pre-training crap, yeah. then the Russians aren't going to be happy. They're going to have to take him aside and say, this is not the way we do things here in England. But at the same time, perhaps they might think that that's they like what it. the players need. Yeah. After the oh, lackadaisical yeah, like a, sort of mood. Not so much season. a kick up the bum a, as a, a bullet. bullet. up the bum. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know, for Sarri, it's going to be a culture change from Naples, but it's not going to be a bad one, mm. is it? He'll, he'll, he'll take to the, the, the Cobham toilets like a duck to water, I imagine. Yeah. And it's only going to be good for Chelsea's prospects. So you've got them at third place. Um, 
Yeah, I can't. Well, I can disagree with that because I've got Arsenal Ooh. in third place. On what basis? I, you know, this Uni Emery. Yeah. I've, I, I mean, I know a bit about his background. I know he kept winning the Europa League mm-hmm. almost obsessively. Yep. At where was it? Seville. Yep. Um, which I thought was stupid. I mean, that what, mu- you shouldn't have done that. Or? Yeah, I just think it marks you out as a weirdo to keep winning it. Most Trying people, too hard, well, to think. Most people want to get knocked. Most people don't want to qualify for the Europa League, and if they do, they want to get knocked out as quickly as possible. This mad bastard kept going into it and winning it like the whole time. Yeah, it's like and you're all, in all CD. Do you think? You're you're in an arcade. And they've got awesome games, like yeah. laser fighting games or Grand Prix games. But there's one nut who just wants to play the Push Hapney game. Yeah. And he goes there every day with stacks of it and keeps celebrating every time that he gets a payout of like loads of 2Ps. And you look, you think, it's a bit weird, mate. There's loads of other shit you could be doing here. Why are you doing that the whole time for? That, that's what me and my son were doing last night. I don't mind in playing Sunderland. it once in a while, but... You know, if you're going back every day, do you know the thing where where there's like a little tray either side of the there's like a slot yeah. either side, yeah, and then there's a tray and you just put a big stack of two pences in, yeah, and then with your thumbs you just fire them in like a machine oh gun. Oh my that's god, that's the way you do it. Really? That's the I way you try do it. to be tactical. Oh fuck off! Is that that takes forever. Yeah, yeah. you stood just, there for it's like a an game. hour and a half. Yeah, it's a numbers game. It's the same results. You just bang them in as quick as you can, and they come spewing at the bottom. So don't time or anything like that. Nah. There's no point. Nah, just wang them in. This is it. Um, what was I on? Arsenal. Yeah, I think that this Arsenal squad, you've you've got Özil, Ramsey, Obama Yang, you know, even Granite Xhaka, Lacazette, Mkhitaryan. That's a fucking good squad on paper. The trouble trouble is, and Arsenal fans identified this that Wenger was awful. Wenger was useless. He had to go. And I think this squad, basically the, the matey boys inherited, is is going to be good enough to get in the top four, possibly third. Mm. Just because they haven't got Wenger dragging them down anymore. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of work to do um, to sort of because they they're a deeply flawed team. I thought that they actually needed a bit of a rebuild, and I'm surprised that he's come in and just looked at what he's got and thought I can just do this. But who knows? I mean, you know, I feel that the that they've got a behind the scenes team who they've been collecting around Wenger for the last couple of years, who had probably been making signings yeah. themselves, whether or not Wenger was into it, ready for this new coach. Yeah. And they think that the setup they've got there is good enough. So to me, they're a bit of an unknown quantity, which is why I wouldn't even, I'm not even going to put them fourth. <laughs> right. I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Spurs fourth. Right. Okay. Spurs who haven't signed anybody. But my theory about Spurs is that everyone amongst the top sides thinks they need to rebuild from scratch every season. Whereas Spurs have got this very young team full of great players. And Pochettino thinks, actually what we're doing is building a team. And each year my young players improve. So each year we get that extra edge, extra edge. And this might be the third season that this team's played together. And it could be the year where they feel that they could go their way. Obviously, I'm saying they finish fourth, so I don't think they will. But I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna challenge for the title. But I think they're good enough to finish above United because I think United are, are looking at changing manager at some point during the season. I yeah. honestly think that, and that's going to be disruptive for them. Well, I haven't got them in the top four either. I've got Chelsea as my fourth place team. 
Um, so there we go. That's our, that's our top fours, isn't it? You've, yeah. You've both done our top fours. We'll see at the end of the season. Perhaps we can come up with some kind of forfeit that might involve shitting out of a tree. It might not. Oh, talking of um, the the tree shitting. Yeah. Which I know has become an improbably popular strand within the show. Hmm. I was at Powell Park on Tuesday, right, with the kids. Um, which I'm pleased was, you've established which, that, yeah. Which was for the, no other reason the scene of the fam- infamous shit. The shitting, yeah. And do you know what? Because I've gone out to kids, sometimes I don't take my phone because I hate looking at my phone all the time, which I will do if I have it with me. Yeah. So I'd left it at home, which was frustrating because I wanted to take it. In fact, my wife was with me too. <laughs> and I went, oh, one of those trees over there near the stream is the tree that Matthew Judkins shat out of. And tree, my yeah. wife said to me, oh, you should go and take a photo of that and put it out on Twitter for the people who listen to your podcast. <laughs> and, you know, she's a lovely woman, my wife, and I think that sums her up because it was very thoughtful. She's right. It? Yeah, she's did right. Did she not have a phone with no. her as well? Uh, Christ, have your kids no, not got a phone? She did have a phone, but for some reason she wouldn't go over with me to take the photo. <laughs> But I, 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 I don't want to be any part of I this. I will drive over there just on my own one yeah. evening and take a picture I of it. I think you should do mm. that for the fans. It'd be definitely. quite good if I got one of those plugs that Matthew Judkins has invented and... Lobbed it into the tree. <laughs> hung it up from the tree, dangling by its cord, <laughs> took a picture and then enigmatically tweeted it at him with no message. <sighs> yeah. I remember we know, chickens. We know where the where the bodies are buried. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we good to, what were we talking about? I fucking don't know. Um, well, look, we've done the top four. Should we talk about surprise packages? The yeah. teams who we think might finish, you yeah. know, uh, in in that top ten that, and surprise a few people. Because there's always one or two. I think it's got to be Wolves. Yeah, I think Wolves could finish top six. Fucking Possibly. hell. That's some prediction. They've spent a shitload of money and they they, they won the, the championship at a canter. Why not? This, It'd be good see- to see. Well, Wolves were the, my dad's team when he was a kid, um, even though he wasn't from Wolverhampton. He was yeah. from London. But, he, you know, he was a kid in the 50s when Wolves were the preeminent side. Yeah. And he, and he said, I like them because they were the best team he said, I thought they were very distinctive kits and they had an awesome name. Yeah, Wolves. And, and even the name of their stadium's awesome. You Wolvesland. Know, Molyneux. Yeah, it should be Wolvesland. <laughs> Wolfland. <laughs> Welcome to Wolfland. <laughs> <laughs> they turn all the floodlights off at a night match and all the fans howl at the moon. When the yeah, they out. should make more of the fact that they're called Wolves. I, I mean, in should. a way, it's very easy for us to forget that they are named after one of nature's most awesome beasts. Yeah. I mean, they do that in America, but we don't do it here. All the teams are called silly things like Blackburn Rovers or Preston North End. They all sound stupid. But, you know, Wolves, that is the best name in the fo- in football, in British football, isn't it? it well, I I'm mean... I'm going to stop you there. Ah! The transfer window may have shut, but the deals come flooding in. Right, we've got... Um, let's have a look quickly. We've got uh, West Ham You're have joking. made a signing, Carlos Sanchez. Oh yeah, he sounds fictional. 
<laughs> he sounds He's like real. when Melchester Rovers sign a South American player yeah, who turns out to be talented but temperamental. Yeah. And in the end, Roy has to bomb him out. Yeah. But he would always be called Carlos Sanchez, wouldn't he? He would. Cuddersfield have signed uh, Isaac Mbenza on loan from Montpellier. He is a Belgian. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you pretend like you've heard of him. Um, Mpenza, Sw- yeah. Swansea have signed Cardiff left-back Declan John. I don't know on what capacity that is. And um, the editor of Blowing Bubbles magazine, David Blackmore, mm. has described the Carlos Sanchez signing as underwhelming. Yeah, well, he's supposed to be shit. He's 32 as well. Yeah. Fuck I think we've signed him as, you know, backup, really. He went to Villa and played a really significant role in their relegation oh, a few yeah. years ago. He, the, the Villa fans really, really think he is awful. And so, but, you know, the lad's got about 88 caps for Colombia, so he's got to be doing something, right? Everton have done it again. Everton have done it again. Andre Gomez from Barcelona on Jesus. Loan. Madness. Gary Gardner joined Birmingham on loan from Aston Villa. So um, that's that's quite a strange one, isn't it? From a player going from Villa to Birmingham. Gary must, Gardner. They must really hate him. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's a, bold, that's a bold move. Fucking hell. This is it! What, where were we before that, before I interrupted you so rudely? Uh, we were just talking about Wolves, but it was going nowhere. I was just going on about how Wolves are great. It's a great name for a club. The only other club I can <laughs> fear, I, I think, have got a name that's as good... But I hate saying it because I think they're a daft club. Is Arsenal? Yeah, because it's all guns and that, isn't it? Yeah, and makes you think of guns. You don't think makes about me that think so much. of a big wooden box, like a gigantic box, like the ones at the end of Indiana Jones in that warehouse. Yeah, yeah. but it's just full of rifles and grenades. <laughs> nice. So that you know, Wolves, Arsenal. Other than that, most teams in England just have stupid names they do but I think Wolves are going to do really well because once you, once you get out of the big six as they as they now are the rest of it is just a fucking shambles Burnley was everyone last can season. go down yeah Everton were eighth last season it's I think they were anyway I'm sure someone on Twitter will correct me if I'm wrong but you know anybody can finish anywhere so I mean, why not you know, Wolves Burnley, in Burnley have established themselves as a good Premier League club nevertheless could you imagine Burnley going down? Yeah, I think it's unlikely. Possibly, but no. But I think once you get out of those top six, anyone is capable of being relegated. I'm going to go Wolves sixth, Manchester United seventh. That's where I'm going for. Shit. I think United will finish, finish sixth. And I think that after that, West Ham will finish seventh. Obviously, yes, I know I'm biased, but West Ham have got a great new manager and a load of good new players. And we already had a few good ones. And I think seventh would be a decent finish for us. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. Um, let's have a look at the bottom of the table. Who do we think is going to get relegated? Southampton. I've got that as well, yeah. Cardiff. That, yep. And the third one is hard to predict. I'll just say I don't see why Southampton can expect to stay up when they've got Mark Hughes as a manager that who led Stoke to near relegation. Last season, and they got rid of him and, they, and, and finished you know, the job off. He didn't do that much when he came to. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think maybe. I don't think they signed anyone significant, have they? No, I think they're going down, and I think I'm trying to look through the other clubs. Unfortunately, I think it might be Brighton. Well, I've gone Huddersfield for the yeah. third one because Huddersfield started really well last season, and I think they were still kind of clinging on to that 
goodwill yeah. they had at the beginning of the season and the points that they accrued at the start. Yeah. And then it all kind of fell away. So I think that'll continue to happen. I mean, you also think Bournemouth could be at risk. Yeah. Even Watford, Newcastle have not signed anyone, but you sort of think Benitez is a, a managerial find a way of and keeping them up. Now we're getting into that area like you were just saying, anybody could go down really, couldn't they? Yeah. From the seventh downwards. Right, well that's that sorted out then. Um, before we wrap this up, um, who's going to come up from the championship? Any ideas? Oh, I haven't got a fucking clue, mate. Uh, I mean... <laughs> At least you're honest. The, the championship is... is The one thing about the championship, I'd say, is it's just full of like really big clubs now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you look at it, and in some ways it's better than the Premier League in terms of the prestige of the clubs. I mean, the Premier League has teams like... Watford, Bournemouth. All due respect, <laughs> yeah. Watford, Bournemouth, Huddersfield. Fucking... The championship's got Forest, Villa, Leeds... Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got it's, it's full of giants. I think you find that League One is the league where where it's all happening yeah. because you've got Sunderland in there. Yeah, and um, yeah, fantastic. Is there, is, there any, is there any other big? Seriously, is there? What's Charlton. the fi- what's the fixture you're looking forward to? Was when you're in League One, what's the first fixture you look out for when they're announced? Accrington Stanley. Really? Yeah. Oh, you've actually got Accrington Stanley? Yeah. That'll be a wake-up call, won't it? Yeah, I think it's the ground will something like 797 people, possibly. There's, um, I might be exaggerating there. There's a wake-up call moment, isn't there, when your team gets relegated? But it's, it's kind there's of a like... There's a moment we, we, where we you are, think, we oh, no. If, if you've accepted it and you're all right with it, which I am, it's it's just part of yeah, but the there will be a moment. Do you ever go one? to away games, Matt? Not many. And I'm not going to get to any this season because there's so few... Sort near of to away, you. Well, it's not that oh. it's just the away ends are so small that they're just so small grounds that it's going to be fans that have been going to away games yeah. year after they've year they've got their loyalty points yeah so unless I can smuggle my way into a home end somewhere I'll not get to any but that's alright that's alright um, for me the championship I think Middlesbrough are going to go up under Tony Pulis oh god and I think yeah the return of Pulis the Premier League and I think Villa I think under Steve Bruce now they've decided to keep Steve Bruce and not bring Thierry Henry oh, that would have been, been fucking ludicrous. mental wouldn't it um, I think um, Steve Bruce will carry on what he did last season and he'll get them up so that's that's the championship Scotland Celtic um, I think Partick Thistle will Ooh. win the league yeah. curveball yeah no I don't obviously I think Celtic will win the league and actually while I'm you know although I said I didn't have a clue about championship I'll just say Brentford because Brentford have been you know my second team for many years okay and they have actually come closer and closer in recent years they were traditionally they were a division three or league one team and I've always dreamed seeing them in the Premier League and I think this could be the year well best of luck to them um that's pretty much about it I reckon I think we've done enough for this preview of this new season um, we're going to be back on Monday with a new episode looking back at the first weekend of the, the Premier League season and all the other stuff. That's going to be a regular thing, isn't it? Yeah, so this, yeah, so, and it's still called Top Flight it's Time Machine. It's still Top Flight Time Machine. It's still and a time machine. And it's just not going back that far. Whether you like it or not. Here we go. 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 This is it. Jalapeño. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.